Now this is Hollywood Unlocked. Yo, what up, everybody? It's Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. I'm Jason Lee. Hey, it's DJ Damage. We back. All right, Melissa's not back. Sending her our love, and hopefully she'll return soon. Always. All right, so I've been uh, texting my exes because I'm feeling a certain way. How you feeling, man? I can't. I, we have Tiana Taylor on the show today, and I have to tell you, her new album is out. The new album is called The Amazing. Album, and uh, she has a song, number 15, called Lose Each Other. Mm. The song is so damn sad. I don't want to say it's sad, it's just emotional because- Brought you know, it out we, of you. Everybody that's been watching the show for the last four years or however long we've been on this shitty show, I always talk about my ex and how much I love my ex and I want to be with my ex. My ex was this, my ex was that. And still my ex though, because clearly I haven't- We're going to show a picture of him right here. Well, we didn't need to do that, but Adam, whatever. Put it up there. I was uh, just joking. I didn't think no, you were gonna be down to yeah, show. I don't care. I don't care. My ex is hot. Okay, listen, Jason Lee don't lay with nothing that ain't cute. But the point is, is that the song got me in my feelings because I had I was taking a bath the other day, and in the bathtub I realized a couple things. What you realize? It was Father's Day. I realized that I don't have nobody to call and say Happy Father's Day to, and I don't have anybody calling me to say Happy Father's Day to me. So I realized that I want my own family. So I start. So I started doing this whole I need to have a kid thing, right? And I really do want to have a family. But then I start thinking about my ex. I'm like, damn, I was listening to this song. And the song is so emotional um, that it made me really go into my feelings. And so I text my ex. And he didn't text me right back. But he did text me later. And it was just one of those things where like, you fall in love with somebody. And you don't want to lose them. You just want to be stay friends and maybe slide through with a cheap bottle of wine, you know, a midnight hour. You know? <laughs> From 7-Eleven. I feel it. Nah, this album, that album she put out is fire, man, for sure. Um, I got a few joints on here that I like. It's dope that she got Lauren Hill featured on there, Erica Badu, Missy Elliott, a lot of legends, legendary ladies on the album. So that was fire. This is an album that people have to get. I'm not even giving promo because she's coming on the show. I have her phone number. Whether she wasn't coming on the show or not, I would be telling you to go get the album. Uh, but nah, it was it's a it's definitely an album that I think taps into a lot of emotion. And so, do you ever miss an ex and want to text the ex and be like, "Come yeah, back"? Yeah, yeah. And then you text them, and after a little bit of the dialogue, you realize why y'all broke up. Like, oh, I can't stand this person. <laughs> so sometimes you go through that, like, yo, I've just missed the good times, and you get back around them. Like, this is why we stopped talking. I forgot you're annoying as fuck. Like, damn. Well, my ex, you know, we broke up because I fell in love with him. And although he loved me, he wasn't in love with me. Oh, okay. But recently he just told me he's in love with his new girlfriend. Oh. Oh, he has a girlfriend. And I had to act. I mean, I acted very, like, mature. like And, and happy for him? Yeah, like, oh, I'm really happy for you. And then right after I said that, deep down inside, something said, no, nah, fuck that. Fuck that. She's getting the best version of you. I got the you that niggas, I got the you she wouldn't have wanted. So now I got, she's getting the, she's getting the better version of you. She doesn't, how does she deserve, what? So I still miss that motherfucker, but uh, we're really good friends. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I had this whole thing of life doesn't go in reverse. Then I try to reverse that. And then life told me don't do that. You know? So I don't know, but I'm open I'm open to love. So if you're out there and you have a gay cousin, uncle, brother. A gay uncle. Or if you're in a relationship and you want to create a thruple and y'all both hot, hit me. 
What dating apps are you on so people can follow up with you? No, because let me tell you something about this. <laughs> so they found my Tinder account, right? Now what's happening is, and I'm going to tell you, if I've been in, if you thought you saw me in your city on Tinder, it was really me. I hop around cities and countries because I never know who's going to be there. On a Tinder tour. I'm on a Tinder tour. Thank you. I, I like that. And so my Tinder, the first thing they do is they either slide in and act like they don't know me. And then when I confirm who I am, they start telling me everything they like. Then I unfollow. Or they come right in and the first thing they do is say, Nikki's the queen of hip hop. So then I unfollow no, them. It's, yeah. it's a barb, you know? And then I just, I'm on Tinder because I never know who I'm going to find. Look at you finding love in a hopeless place. <laughs> I ain't find, I'm just finding the hopeless place, my nigga. I ain't found no love. And then with COVID, I'm not laying with nobody. Can you imagine you lay with somebody and then middle of the night they cough? Now you <laughs> now, now you looking over like, bitch, I done let you up in here with the COVID? No. Oh, no. But speaking of 19, I just bought me a Glock 19. So don't come in my house. You get shot all the way the fuck out. And we, and we all need to be protected, all right? I'm glad you did that. You're okay. homeowner. Yeah, I am. I am. Uh, this is my kitchen. Uh, Show that kitchen. Have. You know, it's a pretty nice kitchen. People were getting tired of seeing the workout ball that I never use. <laughs> Yo, so uh, let me ask you a question. Do you have any deep, dark secrets? Yeah. You do? Mm -hmm. Like what? I'm not going to tell you right now on the show. <laughs> like Why? what? Why? It's a deep, dark secret, Jason. Right, but... The purpose of it being deep and dark is for you not to share it publicly. Right, but you're talking to me. Yeah, and 50,000 billion other people. <laughs> Wait, deep, dark do, do, do you, See, I don't have any deep, dark... Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I got yeah, one. you do. Everybody I, got one I, or two, I, like... I, I got one. I ain't gonna tell that one. You haven't told a secret to somebody that you, and you um, regretted it? No, but I've told other people secrets on accident. <laughs> I always tell people, like, if you tell me a secret, I own Hollywood Unlocked. Like, I mean, I showed you that I like to tell other people's business. So if you tell me your secret, you risk, you risk it. That's some risky shit. You just asked me to tell you my deepest, dark secret. In front of everybody so everybody would know, clearly. This is speed up the process. I ain't got to say shit. Do you believe in telling other people your secret? Like, do you have secrets that you do? You have people that you could tell your secrets to? No, nah, I feel like that's when you find true love, though. When you feel comfortable just sharing everything, you know. If you feel like you still got whole stuff back, then we probably didn't meet the right one. Like, you, you know, if you're still like, I don't know if I want to tell them that. That's probably not the one for us. Would you share a toothbrush? Yeah, it's clean. You put the toothpaste on it and clean it. I'm not sharing it with my homie, but like with my girl, yeah. If she needs to use a toothbrush and she didn't bring an extra one, wait go ahead. Minute, wait a minute, wait. Your girl goes and eats pulled pork. She got pork and First shit. First of all, ain't no girl I talk to going to eat pork. Oh, sorry. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. My bad. Assalamu alaikum. All right, so if your girl eats chicken feet or chicken wings. Chicken feet. And it's all up in her gums and now mm -hmm. she's- Get it out, baby. And she's scrubbing it with your toothbrush. You would then put that in your mouth. Yeah, you, you rinse the toothbrush first, Jason. Before we even use a toothbrush, we rinse it with water, right? Do you know that there are still, there's bacteria that exist that you can't even see? So you never ate off a family member? 
or drink I, off. I them? was in foster care, my nigga. I didn't have family members. What are you talking Did you about? ever eat or drink off these people? No, never. Oh, all right. I, I have I have drank a little bit a little bit too much Mad Dog Twenty Twenty and dropped my popsicle in the gutter, rinsed that off, and ate that. But that's different. That is not. That is ten times worse. Dropped that's, it in the gutter. But yeah, but it's like you know, you kiss it to God, and you know, what I mean, I can kiss the toothbrush to God, and I can kiss her in the mouth right after. Ugh. Mm. That's a whole bunch of COVID. Mm. Give me some of that COVID, girl. <laughs> so y- your fat ass president just had a whole rally, um, and mm-hmm. uh, apparently, apparently nobody popped up because the TikTok and K-popers fucked his shit up by buying a bunch it. of tickets or something. Uh, I guess sixty two hundred people came. And he thought he was gonna have. Uh, he thought he was gonna have uh, three hundred thousand to a million people. Uh, the the place held nineteen thousand people. Only sixty two hundred came. Took the L. See, look, and this is why I'm I'm proud of my allies right now. They stepping up in new innovative ways to shake shit up. They tell me, oh yeah, it's no way they can affect uh, this going on because we confirm with cell phones. Do they not understand that these kids ain't got nothing but time and sitting at home to figure out how to hack this system? I think it's bigger than that, though. Oh, you ready? Come on. See, I'm sitting at home thinking about what's really happened in the world that none of you are paying attention to. Oh, talk about it. Who else hates Russia besides most of the world? Us. China. China. Who created TikTok? China. China. Okay. Ah. And K and K poppers and the and and TikTok is pretty much from. Yeah, from Asia. China. China. Okay, so if Russia wants Trump in, China, China wants, wants Trump, Trump out. out. Oh, I see what you, I smell what you stepping I'm in. I'm telling you, I should work for the CIA. Nigga, Be I'm careful now, they watching. Well, Are they watching? Or actually, is that the, actually, which one like, watches? Actually, I don't like the FBI. I, 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 stopped, I stopped dealing with the Fuckboy Institute years ago. <laughs> Boy. The fuckboy institute. Do you think that's because people are now realizing that Trump is just bad and we're going to use every device at our disposal to get this orange motherfucker As out? we should. I love it. I love it. We need to get more technologically savvy. I said the word wrong, but they know what I meant. We got to get more savvy about shaking shit up because this election is around the corner. November, we got to step it up. Are you registered to vote yet? Absolutely. Okay, perfect. I was registered to vote back home and I used to send mines in, but now I'm registered out here. Amazing. And I am so excited that soon I'll be announcing a, a national uh, vote initi- voter in- initiative that I will be asking you to help me with and asking I'm everybody to help me with. Let's and, do it. Um, I think we should all be involved. This 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 year and the years beyond and the months beyond and the days beyond are important that we all get involved in our community. So if you ain't registered to vote, push pause right now. Go over there and go register and then come right back. I'm about that action, though, because it's like we could sit here and talk about things forever. And it's important because we do have a platform. But what changes are we going to step up and make? So if you start in something, I'm going to 100 percent support it and make sure we get out there and vote, you know, inspire young people and even people our age that I go to barbershops and none of them dudes in there are registered to vote. I'm like, all right, bro, this ain't cool. And it ain't cool for me to sit there and tell them, like, oh, whatever, I'm going to vote. Like, no, I got to create change, too. Is that Diana Ross behind you? Right here? Yeah. No, that's Biggie. Yeah. Yeah. That's an amazing photo of her. Yeah, I try to get all the legends up there. You know, we, we, need, got to, we need to Hill. get her. We need to get her on the show. I think she'll come through. Let me make a phone call to somebody. All right. Well, listen. Uh, speaking of making phone calls, we got somebody spicy in the building, and it ain't me. <laughs> uh, a singer, songwriter, rapper, dancer, fashionista, director. Everything. I don't know everything. Tiana Taylor. 
in the All right. building. Yeah. So this is kind of weird interviewing you because um, usually it's me calling you and asking you for some, or you calling me and asking me for some, <laughs> but it's always love. But I have to tell you, you know how I know our relationship is real, Tiana? Because <laughs> you're one of the few people, few, and when I say few, I would say they literally on this hand who will call and check the shit out of me. And I'm like, well, what'd I do? Good. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you got one of those friends in here that's calling you. you. Know that's, that's, that's real love and friendship, though, because if, if I can't call you and do that without it turning into a beef, then we were never friends to begin with. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I love the fact that we can do that. Um, but yeah, I do be in, I be in Jason ass. <laughs> call, no, no, no pun intended. Uh, I'm still a top, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Let's be very clear because you know know your audience. <laughs> no, you but stupid. no, but um. Okay, so uh, I've known you for a long time. I've seen you like literally grow up and grow into a woman in the whole. We did the fade video, and I'm like, who is this person? But I love that you know you're literally like the testament of having an idea and having a vision and having a dream and not giving a fuck what nobody say and not stopping mm. until you reach it. And and it being dope on top of that, like mm-hmm. where did you get the um? Where did you get that from? I mean, you named it. I think I I got it from all my trials and tribulations. You know, like everything that I've been through, um, and always just hearing the word patience. I've always had a very very strong relationship with God, and I would have these um, super unperfect conversations with Him because I think that people they hear the word God or they hear the word, the word pray. And they think that you're on your knees at your, at your bedside. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's really just having a conversation like, okay, God, um, what's my purpose? You know what I'm saying? Like, baby, what you got me here to do? Mm-hmm. Cause right now it's just not, it's not happening. I'm not trying to question you, but what we doing, baby. You know, but, did, did, that, but did that come out of did that come out of meditation or did that come out of like, you? that's always been who you No, been. This has always been, um, who I was, uh, I was, I was always big on that. You know, my family comes from church, you know, so um, I've always felt like I was covered. I've always had prayer around me. Um, as you've seen on me and Iman's TV show, you see Nana was on the phone speaking in tongues. So, you know, that that that's normal for me. You know what I'm saying? And um, like I said, I, I, I don't do it in the most perfect way, but I think any type of relationship or relationship period is good and having faith and trust in him. And I never, I never questioned his timing. You know, it, <laughs> shit has got tough and I, I've been through a lot, but like you said, I never, I never gave up and I never gave a, a fuck about what, you know, anyone felt about me or I never mm-hmm. let the outside noise get in the way of what my purpose is or what I'm, you know, what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. You are a true creative man from the music to the directing, everything. And there's a lot of people that's coming up that I see, you know, that are talented, but it's sometimes they get in their own way because there's so much going on. What is something you do to organize your thoughts where you don't get in your own way? I mean, I definitely think it's to, it's to reset yourself. And, and that line saying getting in your own ways was actually perfect that you said that because if you notice, like, I, that's that's the route that I take, whether it's um, the industry, family, love, relationships, like, you know, like meeting my husband, coming out of a heartbreak is two things I could have done, you know, gave love another chance or got in my own way and blocked my blessings because this person hurt me or that person hurt me. You get what I'm saying? Like I've always given, have given people a clean slate that I always felt like I deserved, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I think my career being put on front street 
the whole time was just space and opportunity for everybody to see my mistakes rather than the person who it looked like they were an overnight success, but they really been putting in a lot of hard, a lot of hard work over the years, but behind closed doors. So you didn't really get to see their mistakes. You just see everything mm -hmm. popping where, you know, I'm kind of like the caterpillar and then the butterfly, you know, just the, in the cocoon. Like you, you guys have literally watched me grow up. You watch yeah. all my mistakes. You watch my ups and downs, you know, and I always came up 10 feet, 10 feet tall. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I just, I am the living proof that patience is key. And I know it sounds mediocre, but you know, you guys have literally watched me be very patient and, and wait my turn. And I'm just happy that I'm finally getting the recognition and the love that I personally feel like I deserve. Do you ever, yeah. but do you ever text Pharrell like, nigga, you slept on all this? <laughs> you know what's crazy? I, I don't, I don't, I don't do well with, um, with bitterness. You know me, you, you see me kiki with people that you or other people in the world may feel like, how she keep, what's the you, name of her name? You don't, you, don't, like you. you don't walk around with a burden on your back. Yeah, I don't walk around with a burden on my back. And I think because at the end of the day, all of these things come from love. It's it's love before anything. So I don't look at things like you slept on it. Da, da, da. Some people, I, I feel like maybe I look at it like as maybe I'm just too much. Maybe some people just don't know what to do. And then you have a lot of politics. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And I think like, a person like Pharrell, he's such a sweetheart. You know what I'm saying? And I can see people coming in and he kind of just more on a, I'd rather fall back than to be tussing. Like he's non-confrontational. So he's going to fall back before he get into a confrontation. And that's more of the conversation that we had, that we have like real nigga conversations from like big bro to little sis. Like I felt like you could have protected me more. I felt like mm. you shielded me more. You know what I'm saying? And, and he responds like, and you're absolutely right. Those are the kind of conversations that you have people that you love. I can check you and I can check you with, with love, but I would never come at you on some nigga, you slept and da da da. It's, it's not that kind of conversation. Mm -hmm. No, that's important that you said that because I feel like the narrative, it's been like this for the past few years, but definitely the past two weeks on Twitter is saying, you know, black women are saying they don't feel protected. Mm. And me, the man on this platform, I do want to have that dialogue with you about if you have any experiences and if not, you know, what can something like me or Jason do, you know, for black women to feel protected, to try to change that narrative around? I mean, I think that is that is dope that that's even something that's coming out of your mouth that that, you know, that you think about. And that's something that's on your heart. I think it's very important to um, protect us because I do feel like black women are the least protected, mm -hmm. you know? And um, with me coming up and, and going through what I've been through as a kid and my dad being locked up and different things like that, you know, it was, it was tough for me. So I've always seeked protection. And I think it's hard for women to, to let their guard down when they're not protected, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I did great as far as balancing that because of the fact that I've always wanted protection um, is what actually made me give Iman a real chance because we were just really friends, you know, but it was, it was this, this father figure, not literally, but this yeah. father figure, I always felt safe with him. And that was, that was love for me. You know, I felt protected. I felt safe. It was just, I, I felt it was things that I, that it was voids, you know, and I needed that and he gave me that. 
Now, I have a question. So I, I've known you a long time. So in, you came out of a bad relationship. I mean, it was good when it was good, but then mm-hmm. you you would be betrayed. People know they could go Google yeah. and see what yeah. they can, they can Google me and you, um, but they could go back and see what happened. But you came out of a bad relationship. How did you? Because I see you and Iman in public, and y'all are the most sexual thing I've ever seen walking. <laughs> I've never seen sexual like if Pornhub were people alive walking around. Yeah. You you guys exude love and lust for each other, and and I know for it to sustain so long, it has to be embedded in something real, right? So, like, how did you uh, find trust in the ability to be open to love again out of coming out of something that ended the way it did? Um, one thing my mom always taught me was to always remain a good person, no matter what, because mm-hmm. I think. That's the most important thing. If you bad and then I'm bad with you, you know what I'm saying? Like neither one of us, is we're, we're not getting anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I've always learned to remain a great person, no matter how much a person has hurt me, how much a person has betrayed me. Like I've always remained a good person. Like I, that's just how I grew up and that's all that I know, you know? So it's like, I'm always, I, and I love love. So I'm all about giving love a fair chance because for me to take out what this person did to me and take it out on this person, that's how you get in your own way. You're blocking your blessings because you have this wall up, you know, and, and you have this, no, 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 my heart has been broken and you can't just throw a bandaid on it. And it's like, you have to give everybody a fair chance because if you're basing yourself, you're, you're basing your decisions based off something prior, it's, it's unfair. Mm-hmm. And I think it shines. You have to trust love and you have I to think- remain a good person. I think it shines through the music as well, because I feel like, you know, with the rollout of your last album, everything wasn't, I guess, to your liking. But then this album comes out and I feel like it's incredible. And I feel like for you carrying yourself like that, we might have not got this album if you weren't the way you are. And mm. I really like the album. Like wait, the album wait, wait. Fire. But before we dig into the album, okay, I, I ain't never it. interviewed Tana. And I don't call my friends and get in their business. But since she came to the office, I got to ask a couple more questions. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, all right. So, no. You know, where I said at the top of the show where Tana got on me, um, one of my staff had posted that Junie had mentioned that you were pregnant or did something and you called me and ripped my ass apart. I don't even know where I was in the city at the time. <laughs> um, and I felt so bad. I'm like, oh my God, Iman's going to hate me. They're going to hate me. Um, <laughs> you, you've become a lot more private as a person. You know, mm-hmm. I remember back in the day, you'd be at Penn's Bowling, you'd be at Chris House, you'd be here, you'd be there. Now you don't see you no more. You see you with your family. How important is privacy and being able to kind of dial into your family and your in yourself and what matters to you instead of kind of being out there hanging out? I mean, I think I think that's a part of growth too. You know, once again, like me being out there, being 15, 16, 17, you know what I'm saying? I think um when you become a mom and and you become a wife. It just hit differently for you. You know, your priorities are, are different. Your goals in life are different, you know, and I think um, privacy is key. You know, I think is is very important because I control my narrative and I control, um, you know, what I want to share. Because a lot of the times, if you think that you're just being real and you think that you're just saying something, and then your words are being misconstrued thirty mm-hmm. and forty different ways, and now it's like, well, if you ain't want us to know, then don't tell people. And it's just like, no, baby, I very much I'm in control of you know what's going on. So now I'm at a place where of what made me become a director, controlling my own 
narrative. Art and your art. Controlling my art and, and not compromising that for anyone. And I think, you know, having that five months to be pregnant without the world knowing um, is really let me like lock in and focus on being a mom. Like I already pat myself on the back for being a great mom, but there's always room for all of us to be a better version of ourselves, you know, and just do come, more. Come on sounding like a grown ass woman. You know, I mean, I'm always, you know me, I've, I've always been willing to learn, you know, I've always been open to learning, which is the reason why I, I respect and love the greats before us and, and the legends. And I know it may seem like I'm maybe stuck in the era or a certain genre of music, but I love what I love and I respect. No, no, no. I'm not going to even like, I saw that conversation in one of the interviews and in preparing for today. I love the fact that, cause I've always criticized rappers who get into the game and don't look at the people who pay. Like, you you can't come out here and talk about Biggie and Tupac don't matter. But mm. I love the fact that you came, this album, okay, damage, here we are. Here we go, I was ready. I was in the bathtub at 5.30 <laughs> in the morning and I text my ex, hold on. <laughs> I text my I'm ex. <laughs> no, no, listen, lose, yeah, like Rev Run with the bubbles and all that. Look. <laughs> Lose each other. I, 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 you know, I, I love music, but I, I can't listen to shit that don't make me feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. This album, this album, I played in the bed, I played in the bath, I played at the gym. I literally, you, you, there's so many different emotions and energies in this album, Ooh. and so lose yourself, uh, lose each other. Where, where did that come from? Is that a real story, or is that something that you just wrote? Like, what, what inspired that? No, actually, every well, every song in my album is all real stuff because you know even with me and Iman before we got to our super serious stage we had that stage where of course you know you're trying to balance out being friends and then we just start liking each other one day and then we try it out and realize that we're both prematurely jumping into something and we both coming out of you know bad breakups you know it's a lot so you have those stages where okay, because we're friends, I am cool with your mom and I am cool with your brothers. And now we on this fake break. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is real life shit that we're, that we're going through. What I wanted to stay away from was people putting me in this category of she's happily married. So now all we're going to get is happily married music. I'm still a female first, you know what I'm saying? And the world has watched me go through very public heartbreaks, you know, and very public embarrassment or whatever has come my way. So I kind of wanted to have a lot of fun with the subjects and be more creative with the subjects, because even if it's not something that I'm necessarily going through right now, it's something that I've been through before. It's something that I see my homegirls cry about. It's something that even growing up may have seen my mom go through. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, this is just everyday stuff that is just so, it's just, it's nothing on this album that no female in this world have ever been through. Like every single female in this world have been through every single emotion on that album. So I meant every single word that I said. And of course, you know, I got my writing partners and people that I collaborate with on um, writing certain records where they're like, bitch, I'm going through it. Listen to this verse I just wrote. And I'm like, oh yeah, we got to finish this. But, but being able to tap this? into that emotion of not wanting to lose the person you're in love with. But like, that was like, that's not, that, that, that was, um, that was it reminded me of how I felt when I heard uh, Frank Ocean's Bad Religion. Right. But that's that what was- I love about me being so like animated because I can tap into that the same way we can walk around the house and play and we can, you know, mm-hmm. that's me all the time. Like I'm very extra. So it's like, oh, tap into this kind of song. This is the subject. That's me. I tap into it. I'm not that kind of person that's like 
girl, you sad? Take that shit out on a boo. I'm not that kind of person. Like I can't even record when I'm angry. Like I have to actually be in this. And I know it's the, it's the complete opposite. I have to be very sane and I have to be in a, a great place in my life to even record any type of records. Mm -hmm. So I'm that kind of artist that can tap into any subject. I'm like a chameleon. I can tap into whatever. Oh, this is about heartbreak. I've been there before. This is about sex. Oh, I'm there now. You know, this is about this. Blah, 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 you know, and that's just how I tap in. When I look at the track list and look at the features, it just shows me how much the, the game respects you as a creative to see that you have a song with Erica Badu. I've never heard Erica Badu on that kind of bounce, that kind of that song right there. I keep on repeat. You know, Lauren Hill. Exactly. You know what I, I'm saying? And I'm not trying to brag, but I mean, it's not that you don't hear her on those kind of beats. We, we, we're not hearing them just get on anybody's song. Beat. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you, you just don't see Erica Badu on anybody's Erica album. Or featuring Lauren Hill just on anybody's track. I have to be cocky about that part. You, yeah. I mean, as far as the, both of these tracks, you know, were you guys able to work together? Was it um, in different studios because of the time what's going on with COVID? Yeah. Everything that's going on with COVID is, is why, but like, as much as like the FaceTime calls, the text messages, like it's really like this, like how we are. Like we're not physically there, but we're here. And I see hey, you. And you, I be you. you be texting Laura Hill? We email. We email. But I that's good enough. No, that's great. <laughs> Directly. You know, so it's like she's let she's literally like on her team. To see a Lauren Hill be on top of her team, like, no, let's get this done for her. Because a lot of artists, they hide behind their teams. Or their management and saying, well, she can do this, she can do that, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, make sure y'all get this done for Tiana. Mm -hmm. You know, and she goes into telling us these stories. Like, I remember when she came to my daughter's party and like she, go every single time we email, she goes into that. And I think it's so dope that she never forgets that. When when we were in Miami for Art Basel, Wendy Williams says, uh, what's going on? We are on the boat. She goes, what's going on? And I said, well, there's this, there's this, Tiana Taylor's before. Now we going to Tiana, she... <laughs> She made us pull up and I thought the show. I told you that was the first time I saw you perform. It was so I don't want to say like I was proud, but it, it's good to see like people grow and then be a star, like and just reach their dreams and reach their goals. And so um I don't know. I couldn't have had that kind of courage to go out on stage. While and out be killing it for me to get out there and do all of what you do. Where do you find that confidence and that courage? I mean, it's kind of like an off and on switch because I mean, this may really sound hard to believe. And Jason probably remember when I was younger, I'm actually a shy person. Like I'm not the whole like You ain't fake you ain't fake uh you ain't uh that that uh Kanye West video. Yeah, but that's like a on and it's an on and off switch for me. Like going on a video set or going it. on a stage is like all that nervous shit, it's out the window the moment that first beat go. You know what I'm saying? I mean, well, you did choreograph Beyonce, so you learned from Sasha Fierce too. I mean You know, yeah. like when 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 I'm in it. Is there's no turning back. Like that's the thing. Is that on and off switch, switch is dangerous because when I'm on, you just can't stop me. You know what I'm saying? But when I'm off, I'm really on like off time and like how Junie, you can say Junie dance and she'll dance on the spot. You can't say Tiana dance, I'll dance on the spot. Like somebody gotta be like trying to battle me. And then I'm like, all right, <laughs> y'all trying me now. I'm tying my shoe, you know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't just get up and like go. I have to see other people partying around me. Like I'm not the whole like, you know, like I'm I'm shy, but when it comes to like performing and, and you and you see a lot of people come out for you and they spend their hard earned money to come and watch you, it, 
you know that it's time. It's time. It's so, so another song I love on the album still. Um, and at the end, I was on live listening to your album because I'm telling you, once I heard uh, the one about my ex and I did all the texting and he didn't text me back. Um, <laughs> he texted me when he woke up, but he, he didn't text me. Hey, you gotta but, take- but, but when you were crying at the end, like, was that raw emotion from singing that song? Like, are you that in it? Yeah, that was that was raw emotion. Um, it actually took me it took me a few months to re- to record that song. Um, because still is so much bigger than even just it being about a guy. Actually, around the time when I first started working on Steel, um, was I want to say maybe two weeks or maybe a week after Nipsey died. Mm. And um I felt for Lauren. You know what I'm saying? Because I literally Because your love, your love with Iman literally, now that you said that, you looks like looks like when you see them two together. You know, like it's just like you just you know how much they love each other. And it's just like I literally I I have very vivid dreams, you know, and and I had dreams that I would never want to experience in in real life. You know, and I, I had a similar a similar dream um, about Iman and they wouldn't let me, you know, in a dream, it don't let you get to who you're trying to get to. Or mm-hmm. if you fight somebody in a dream, you can't swing hard. Like, yeah, you you're know, not going get to my husband. You're not telling me what's going on. So when all the Nipsey stuff happened, like my, that, that vivid dream was literally the night before everything went down. So then once everything happened and then you see footage of, her trying to get into the hospital and she's like, get it. It just, it gave me chills and it was overwhelming. It was overwhelming for me because I had these vivid dreams. And a lot of those times they kept saying like in the dream, it was like, oh yeah, your husband, your husband, your husband. But I, I never got to see his actual face, never got to actually get to him. So to see her, her go through that and know her love for him, it was just, it was tough. And, and when I started recording still, I could not get through this song. I could not get through this song. And it was around the time of the the pandemic um, when I finally, you know, finished it. But like even from the time of, of Nipsey to everything that's going on now, it's just like our black brothers and sisters. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're constantly crying for love. We're constantly crying for peace. We're constantly crying to breathe and none of y'all wiping our tears you know what i'm saying so it's like still for me it's gonna it's gonna always be an emotional thing because it's so relevant to what's going on right now as well and what's been going on for you know years upon years upon years so that's that's a deep song for me and speaking of Iman, Wake Up Love, that's another one that I I, I, lo- I just love the whole album. And I love the that fact that you gave us more than 20 songs, which I, I saw in another interview. People were criticizing the first album. The last album, uh, which, by the way, was Fire 2. I was one of the people that secretly criticized. I was like, where, where do I need more? I need more. Right. <laughs> um, but no, that song is beautiful, too. And it's, it's good to see that you all, you know, it's different when you just put your nigga on a song. But mm-hmm. he actually comes on the song and he's fire, you're fire. Like it complemented itself well. Mm-hmm. Um, how was that process of collaborating with I him? Mean, it was it was really fun. And it's crazy because originally he was supposed to get on still. Um, when I started recording Wake Up Love, I was like, no, this is the one. 
Castile was like a different, a whole nother level of emotion that I felt like just let me cry on this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't need nobody else. Nothing you don't need, else. No, it don't need no extra. You know what I'm saying? It don't, it didn't, it didn't need nothing else. You know what I'm saying? So when I heard like wake up love, I was like, you know what? This is the song because it was also a song that once again took us out of the yeah we're married, but it also showed a, a happy couple be able to be like, all right, nigga, I got, I got a bone to pick with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? Show me some attention. Show me some affection. Like, you know, like I wanted, I wanted these subjects and these songs to feel real, and I wanted them to feel like conversations. The fact that you can see a married couple really be able to have a conversation. He's like, you know, I know I demand a lot, and you don't like that, but I'm a, you know, like I'll. I'll say from a burning building, it's like I I get that you want it, and I'm I'm trying, but it's also other things that I had to do, and I thought that that was really dope to be able to have a record where we could have a real life human conversation mm -hmm. in the record mm -hmm. visually, because you know you're known for the, your bomb music videos. Visually, what can we expect for this album? Like, you know, I'm excited to see some videos. I'm excited too. I'm still trying to finesse how I'm going to do my dutty wine six months pregnant because I'm kind of. <laughs> You know, I got a couple videos in there. I need to get done. You know, I mean, the, 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 the song with DeVito too is fire. Yeah, yeah. I'm, saying, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going dutty wine. You know, six months pregnant. I'm trying to, you know, get it rocking. You know, and then we got low key. We're already in in talks with that. Trying to get um, low key done ASAP. The treatment is already done. No, everything is sent in. We just waiting for the label to send in the budget so we can get it done. I personally told him, listen. Just give me a whole, like a whole little lump sum of money and just let me create. Because mm -hmm. I can get so much done. You know. So are you are you and Chris Brown still friends? Cause I don't see y'all ever communicate. Yeah, we are. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, y'all were like brother and sister. Another, yeah, that's a that's another relationship that's like like okay, we everybody have a lot of brothers and sisters in in the industry, but it was like literally me and Chris is damn near like blood brother and sister. And we just have that relationship where it's like he give me my space, I give him his space. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, one day we are uh, a pack of Twix, you know? <laughs> the next day he's doing his thing with his family and his kids and so am I. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's there's no bad blood, but, like, people grow up and people have different priorities. Like, you got to think about it. Like, we were together nonstop from 15, like, all of our – Teen years, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I'm a wife now. Yeah, like, yeah we're, we're grown. grown. Yeah, like we're all really dead ass grown and have <laughs> priorities, you know what I'm saying? But best believe, like he ain't letting nothing happen to me and I'm not letting nothing happen to him. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I don't, I feel like at this age, I'm not really with any of my friends 24 seven anymore. And I'm just keeping it a bean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like even with a lot of family members and stuff like that, like, yo, I got my own family to, you know, that I got to focus on now. I have another little baby on the way. And it's just like my priorities is just different. Like he has, you know, two kids now. His priorities are different. Like we have like real life stuff going on. We're not really concerned about if if we don't spend three, four, five days together. Or, in this or, or, or if we don't post it on social media, it's over. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like he, Chris is crazy. Chris will legit hit me up and be like, what you doing, bitch? <laughs> he, don't, he, he don't like me no more. We ain't talked in a long time. I'm I'm happy for him though. He seems to be happy with the new baby. And yes, um, and I'm I'm so proud of him. And, I, and that's the and that's what I'm saying. That's the kind of stuff. That's the type of shit that I like to see because every time I turn around, somebody's trying to drag him under the mud. And it's just like I enjoy seeing him being a father. 
So yeah. like, you got to give him his space and let him be that. He don't need any distractions. I'm so proud of everything he's doing. So are you having a little Iman or a Tiana? I'm having uh, a little, I'm having another Junie. Oh, it's another girl? Yeah, it's another girl. Okay, so then now you have to have another one because you have to Double have trouble. Iman going to need a, he, you know Iman wants to I know, he's saying, yeah, he, he's like, he said, yeah, babe, you know, no worries. We can just keep going till we get a boy. Whoa. <laughs> Well, and I've seen and, and I've seen y'all in public. Y'all both still got it. Y'all still got it. We were we were at a Maxim party, and Tiana and Iman were down a little bit. You know, I don't like to do sneaky shit, but they were all over each other. I just started filming them. I'm like, fuck, I might as well film this content. You know, you were trying to start the OnlyFans, huh? <laughs> or before before everybody else was talking about it. Okay, wait. So Jeremiah, can he write on another album, or is he is he not allowed? Are you have you forgave him? Well, I'm a forgiving person. I don't, I don't hold grudges, but um, as far as I would have to really, really go in and see, like, I don't know if maybe he wrote on something during some of the stuff that Dream wrote, like, cause you know, with Ye, he'll have multiple, multiple people work on multiple songs. Mm -hmm. So um, like this wasn't, I, I never called him to write on, um, on KTSE. So mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what he wrote on KTSE. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's something I would have to dig in deeper because he could have very much so put a line or two on a hook that was probably already on the track. Like, you know, no, some no. already come with hooks and shit. I don't yeah. recall me, me having him write anything for me. Oh, no, I'm saying that because I know you guys had the fallout. I didn't know if you had made up yet because what I love is that you stick up for yourself. Like I said, you can't cuss me out. You don't right. hold your words. I love that. That's that to me is transparency. Some people yeah. would say whatever it is, but I love that you. You don't hold back, you know? Oh, no, I, gotta, I, I gotta always, you know, I gotta always keep it a bean. And if the crazy part about it is even when me and him went through what we went through, I still wasn't mad. That's just, like you said, you have to like know me to all the way understand. Like I will curse your ass out and then you can take me the next day and be like, T, you want a slice of pizza? And I'm fine with that. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> but if I curse you out and you don't know me like that and you take it personal, then that's on you. Yeah. Do I forgive him? Absolutely. I'm a forgiving person. Have I spoken to him? No, you know what I'm saying? If he, if he tried, which I'm sure he probably have, but if, if he tried, will I give him a chance to, to hear him out? Absolutely. Like I'm a forgiving person. I wouldn't be blessed. I wouldn't be covered if I was just a, a bitter person. That's not mm -hmm. what I stand on. I remain a good person at all times, no matter what dumb things you do. God, you make me want to look at myself. I need to look be at forgiven. <laughs> well, I listen. I just stay. To my, I just stay in my house. You know what I mean? Like you, you can say whatever you want online. I I don't even see it. So the album. Are you proud of it? Yes, I'm very proud of it. Very very proud of it. I was very hands on. Um, I, I I I I learned a lot from how it. The last project was handled that I would not allow to happen again. Um, I think that that was. Very important, you know, because um, instead of, like I said, once again, being bitter or being upset about something, I think the most important thing is focus on what you could have done better, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like this project I was focused on, on where I can go better, mm. you know, and I made sure that I was there every single step of the way and that I controlled, once again, my narrative and my creativity. Mm. And thank you for it because it's a great album. This is one of those albums where I would tell you, for me, and I don't really get emotional. Uh, it was an emotional ass album. Yeah, it was. It, it it really was. But that's what I wanted to capture. I wanted people to. I wanted to to give what I give at my concert. When people come to my concert, 
They can sing with me. They can laugh with me. They can cry with me. They can feel sexy. And that's what I wanted with this album. You know, I wanted people to be able to cry to it, feel sexy to it, cling to it, whatever. I wanted to tap into every single emotion, which is the reason why I also made it 23 songs. It wasn't something that's like, as soon as you get the album, you got to play the whole album the first time you get it. No, like take your time, go through the different sections of the albums, really tap into each emotion. Well, there are the- different There are different emotions. I do find myself yeah. with this album, I go down to um, the, one I, the one I told you, Still in Concrete. Then I go studio you. Yeah. That's traditionally fighting for love. That's what you means. For that sake. I gotta get my ex back now. (laughs) Okay, well listen, my minutes ran out. Um you know a long time ago. Yo, real story. Tiana was supposed to do my show before she actually came to do the show, Mm -hmm. but I but I but I fucked up and didn't make it. Mm Mm-hmm. And you didn't even cuss me out. You just said, okay, and you hung up, but I, I felt like you cussed me out in the car. No, you know what's crazy? I'm going I'm to tell you something. The day I came to do that with you, where you had me come to was actually a big-ass mural of Nipsey that I had never yeah. seen before. Yeah, so I kind of like, I that, that kind of saved you because I was able to get up my little picture op. I was like, this is dope. And I had on an all-blue outfit that day as well. And I was like, this is this is actually a really, really beautiful mural so it kind of made me feel better because we was kind of really intrigued in that while i was waiting for jason to tell me when we was doing this interview so um i kind of got distracted by by nip so thank you nipsey for saving me because because she 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 got she just said okay goodbye but it was the nicest like nice nastiest goodbye but like i felt like i got cussed out in the car speaking of murals i love that mural behind you and all the blackness that you put up there And thank you for making time for us. Um, thank you for real. Oh, and thank you for coming to the award show and being letting us honor you. Um, even when you were not feeling well, you showed up. Some other motherfuckers didn't, but you did. And I just want to thank you for that, too. No problem. Anytime. Mm-hmm. They, they, anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. Don't start your shit, Jason. <laughs> okay. All right. I love you. Thank you for this album. Person. Thank you. Thank you for the album. Thank you for your contribution to music. Get it. Download it. Stream Bye. it. Send it to your friends. Call up your ex and play that song. I'm telling you, that nigga will respect you. For real. All right, y'all. All right, bye. All right, bye. What up, YouTube? Thank you for watching this reckless show. Yeah, and hit that subscribe button. And don't forget to hit the notification bell. And also don't forget to share and leave a comment because we are reading. 